Hello, and welcome to Range of Motion, or ROMcast, where I cover all things health and fitness. I'm your host, Hunter Kelly, and today I'm going to cover goals, what it takes to set and reach them. So now that you've started your gym slash fitness progress, you want to know where it's going to end, and for that you're going to need goals, and goals are very specific to the person. So... You can't really base your goals on someone else's. And today I really want to cover how you can set your own goals so you can reach your own success. So to start making your goals, you need to remember SMART. An acronym that they have taught us for a long time and that I know I personally kind of brushed off as how oh, that don't work. But come to find out after using it for several years now, I found it has greatly helped me in achieving my goals in both fitness and in life. So SMART means specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Now I know some of those sound like they overlap and they really do, but it helps to instill that drive so you can reach that goal. And I'm going to break down what each of those words mean and how you can make a goal that tailors to this acronym that way you can get the best results possible. So first up, you have specific. The goal needs to be as finite, specific as physically possible. You don't want to be like, I want to get big, or I want my mile time to get better. Anything that's very vague like that, it's not going to help you out in that long run. Because the more specific it is, the more you know how to tailor your training to reach that goal. So for a specific goal, you would say, I want to run a six-minute mile by set date. And then from there, you can work to tailor that training, whatever that may be from sprints, running more, doing more cardio in other forms just to help out with that cardiovascular endurance. So the more specific you can be, the better off the goal will be. So then next is measurable. This means you can track your progress through the time that you're setting this goal. So if you're going back to that mile time, like let's say you wanted to get in under six minutes, you want to be able to track it. Let's say right now you're running an eight minute and 20 second mile. And you want to be able to measure that by taking periodic mile times. So let's say day one, eight minutes and 20 seconds and then in two weeks you do it again you can measure that same time and see that you've improved or you've digressed but either way you can measure it and see what's working for you and what's not next up is attainable this one you have to know a little bit more about yourself so you can set a more accurate goal if you're running a 12 minute mile it's going to be next to impossible to run a six mile in a month. So you have to keep in mind what's possible for you, what's possible for the human body to do. And that's where that acronym comes from. Next up is realistic, which is very similar to attainable. It needs to be something that you realistically can reach. You don't want to be like, oh, I want to run in the Olympics if you've never trained for the Olympics before. It needs to be something that is 
very achievable for you. So you can't just set these outrageous goals and then get real bummed out when you're not hitting them. And the last part of the acronym is TIMELY. This means that there's a set time frame that you want to achieve this goal by. Like I was saying earlier with like the mile time or if you're doing a weightlifting one like bench press or squat or something like that, you can set a specific date that this goal needs to be reached or that you would like it to be reached. Because even if you don't reach it, you know what training is working for you or what's not. So then you can make those adjustments to make the goal more attainable for the next time. So when it comes to setting these goals, you want to be able to set short-term and long-term goals based on rewards. So your long-term goal, let's go back to the mile time because it's an easier one to remember. So if you are running your 8 minute and 20 second mile right now, let's say you want to run that 6 minutes in 2 months. That way... That's going to be your long-term goal, two months. But in between that, you want to set up shorter goals. So I want to be able to do the 500 dash, and I honestly don't know a good time for that, uh, in a decent amount of time. I'm not much on running, but let's say that would be a short-term goal for you. Something that you can attain while still reaching your higher goals. And whenever you reach these goals... You need to set up your own reward system. So for me, I love playing games. So whenever I reach a goal, I'll be like, I'm going to get this new game that's coming out. Or a new thing for the console or some extra money to go on like PlayStation or anything like that. Just find out what reward is going to make you drive for it. And then having that willpower to push and attain all of the goals that you're setting for yourself. And when it comes to goals, you want to make them slightly stressful. There's a term that we learn in kinesiology called the inverted U. Why they don't call it an N or a parabola is beyond me because that's what it is. But they like to use the inverted U. So whenever you're looking at stress... There are two kinds. You have distress and eustress. Distress is that bad stress that causes the gray hairs, makes all your hair fall out. And then eustress is that easy going. So for a happy medium, you want to be on the top part of this parabola or inverted U. This is going to be the ideal stress that you want to be working at to help achieve your goals. That way it's just hard enough that you want to keep pushing because you can do it and you know you can it's not hard enough to where you don't even want to try anymore like you realize this goal is completely unattainable and finding that happy medium can be a bit hard to begin with but once you're able to find where that happy medium is for you it's going to be able to make your goal setting that much easier because you know where in that training session needs to be harder or where it needs to be ramped up so you can reach that goal in that time frame that you've set for yourself. With all of this talk of goals and stress, there's one thing that definitely needs to be remembered, 
and that's personal progression. It's brought up a lot that no one is the same, and when it comes to fitness, that is entirely true. Your progression won't be the same as your friends or people you're seeing on the internet, so understanding that you could progress faster than some people or slower than some people. The point is that you're not getting discouraged by any of that progression and being able to stay strong and knowing that you're your own person, you have your own goals, and not getting fed up in the personal hate that you're not maybe progressing as quick as you thought you were, and just being able to remember that you're unique like everyone else, and being able to use that to your advantage to reach your own goals and make yourself happy, because in the end, that's all that matters. You being happy and not necessarily being out to impress everybody that you're seeing. And with that in mind, I've, I scroll through Instagram and Facebook a lot, and a lot that pops up on my feed is progression photos or client feedback, stuff like that. Or even like professional bodybuilders transformations. And to some degree, you can get discouraged from that because you're like, well, I'm seeing this guy who was morbidly obese and now he's this insane bodybuilder. And being able to understand that it takes time. Nothing is instant and I know we live in a world of in instant gratification which makes it hard for goals to be attained because we all want it right now or within a very small time frame and being able to understand that it's not realistic you have to go back to that smart goal setting it needs to be realistic and within a specific time frame I know I'm going to sound like a broken record on a lot of this, but knowing that progression takes time and not to get discouraged whenever you're seeing side-by-side -side photos all over the internet of people that have either been training for a long time, been photoshopping for a long time, whatever it may be, just remember that you're your own person and that it's going to take time to get where you want to. Unfortunately, we don't have a miracle drug that can just instantly give us what we want as far as uh, fitness goals. Although, we were in philosophy class one time, and he was telling us about this pill that they've been working on that gives the benefits of running without actually running, which was very interesting. I cannot remember what it was called, but they've been using it on lab rats, and it has been shown to be a positive in increasing cardiovascular health without actually doing cardio. So that's very interesting to think on in as far as modern medicine has come. Next up is going to be dealing with haters. Uh, that's one thing that comes up a lot when you do start making progressions or you're starting in a fitness journey and you're surrounded by people that aren't necessarily trying to live a healthy lifestyle and you're going to be asked with questions like, well, why are you doing this? What's it matter? I know I get that quite a bit and being able to know that you're doing it for you 
That's the big thing. Not doing it for someone else. That's how you have a great fitness journey. Understanding that the goals you're setting are specific for you. You're not setting it for Tom, Billy, John, whoever it is trying to push you away from it. And it's hard sometimes to find that willpower to keep going. And motivation is always key. If you can find something that motivates you, gets you up, gets you going every single day, stick with it. Because like I was saying, goals are not immediate. And unfortunately, it does take quite a bit of time. For weight training, two weeks minimum before you're starting to see any actual changes to your body. When it comes to cardio or flexibility, those can be improved quicker. But it still takes that time to get where you want to be or where you're planning to go. In other words, beginning with the end in mind. That's something in kinesiology we hear a lot and that we use a lot because whenever you're starting from whatever point you are, you need to be able to see yourself standing at the finish line, crossing that finish line. You need to be able to understand that that end is very obtainable and it's closer than you might think it is. And that is going to really help drive you and keep you passionate about stuff that you're already becoming passionate about, hopefully. That way you can reach those goals. I know when I started goal setting, it was very odd because we had to write down our goals and we had to track it weekly on what we were doing to get there, what we were changing to help improve ourselves. And doing that is so beneficial. If you're starting off, I highly recommend writing down what your goal is, both short-term and long-term, and putting it up where you will see it. Whether it be a sticky note on your phone, uh, taped to your bathroom mirror. I know a lot of people that did that on your refrigerator. Something to where you're seeing it every day. And you have to tell yourself, I'm going to get there. That positive attitude has been proven to get you further in achieving those goals than not having it. If you are actively saying you're going to do something, the odds are greatly improved that you are going to do that thing. For me, it was putting a sticky note on my console in the car because, as I said before, I had an hour drive every day just to get to school plus an hour drive home and whatever I was doing in the meantime being in the car. That way I was always seeing my goals and where I knew I wanted to be. The first few goals I ever set were very unrealistic, but when you're setting them, or when I was setting them, it was, I didn't really know myself that well what I was capable of, so I had seen other people and what they were doing, and it's like, oh, I can do that. No, I could not, it turns out. So it's okay to go back and make amends to your goals if you realize it's unattainable. It's okay to restart from time to time. That way you're able to understand yourself more and understand how you're progressing. Like I said, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but it all comes back to your own personal progression. Understanding that you're an individual that is unique. 
you have your own limitations, your own specifics that you can do. And being able to understand that, not necessarily right off the bat, but becoming aware of yourself is super important. And getting into fitness between running and doing weight training, I have learned so much more about my body and I can understand more what my body's telling myself, which is just crazy to think about. I never would have thought I could know what my body was thinking, especially in terms of like weight training and running, because I would run, but not necessarily push myself to the fullest. And after doing some cardio, because that was most of my goals when I started out, I was able to know I can push myself further and really obtain that runner's high, which is a crazy thing because you're running and you're like, this is awful. Why am I doing this to myself? And then next thing you know, you're just, it's almost like you're just gliding across the ground. You're not even aware that the pain is there. You're just happy to be active. And I was very happy. But with that, and with the results I was getting. And being able to just push to that point, it felt amazing. And being able to reach those goals is probably one of the greatest feelings I've ever had. Like I said earlier, most of my goals starting off were cardio-based. And once I reached those, I wanted to branch out more into the weight training aspect and start reaching some of those goals. And I started off pretty good. I didn't really push myself too hard because I was in the gym by myself doing a lot of free weight training. So in my head, I was very scared that I was going to drop this weight on myself. And I wasn't pushing myself to the point where I needed to be going that two for two, which just means two more reps per set for two consecutive workouts. That's a good judge on when you can move up in weights and the weight increase should be about five ish percent but anyway I wasn't going to that point I was just going to what I knew I could do so like bench pressing 135 for 10 I'd bump it up to 155 for a few reps but I wouldn't push myself past that point because I was scared that that weight was going to stay on me and I was going to be stuck there for a long time which, in fact, did happen. Uh, I started off, one of my goals, I wanted to bench 155 for 10 reps. And I got to 8, and I was really feeling that weight. And I went down for 9, started back up, and the weight just stopped. It wasn't going up, and I wasn't letting it come back down. And you're watching that bar head against the bench, and you're just watching it lower down to your chest. And I was like, all right, I'm going to die here in the gym with this semi-lightweight on me. And I'm sitting there trying and trying. <laughs> and this one dude, I guess he thought the gym was a parkour course. And he came jumping over cable machines and over benches and like yanked his weight up. I was, yeah. Needless to say, I probably didn't go to the gym for like two or three days. And I definitely didn't hit chest for, I think it was like a week and a half or I at least didn't do bench press. Anyway, this brings me to another point I wanted to bring up. Knowing that it's okay to fail. 
a lot of times you're going to reach for something and just fall flat on your face like I did. And it's okay, but it's all about getting up and getting back on the horse, being able to get back into it and knowing that that was your threshold for that point in time. But the more you work, the harder you push, that threshold's going to move up and you're going to be stronger, better, faster, whatever it is your goal is set at. But failing is such a key moment in any kind of progression because it allows you to reflect and see what did I do wrong? What caused me to be at this low point? And it's hard to think about during the moment or even kind of right after, but having that hindsight and looking back, you can, like with me in the bench press, on that eighth one, I remember thinking, this ninth one's going to be real hard. And even to this day, if I'm bench pressing, and the last rep, you can just tell that you won't be able to finish the next one. And if you're in a weight training situation and you don't have a spotter, that's a good time to just call it quits while the weight's able to be racked and not just crushing your chest and spirits. So knowing that failing is okay is another big point in attaining those goals. Because inevitably, we're all going to fail at some point in our lives, unfortunately. But being able to come out of it with that information on a better outcome and a better understanding of ourselves and our goals is what it is all about. Just remember one thing that... I was told by an old assistant manager of mine, and that's to stay hungry. Stay hungry for what you're fighting for. That way you're able to push through and get those goals. Staying hungry allows you to keep munching at those little goals, those short-term goals, so you can eventually reach that long-term goal. Like eating a horse, you got to start one bite at a time. And every bite just puts you closer and closer to that end goal. I do believe that covers everything I wanted to talk about as far as goal setting. So just being able to remember SMART, that specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely goal. And putting it somewhere that you're seeing every day so you can keep fighting to get where you want to go. And understanding the inverted U curve when it comes to distress and eustress and finding that happy medium where it's just enough of a challenge for you to keep you fighting and keep you hungry for the goals that you're trying to reach. Thank you again for listening and once again I love y'all guys so much. The feedback I'm getting from y'all is absolutely amazing. I love hearing from you so if you ever want to reach out to me uh, my Instagram is Hunter underscore Kelly underscore 99. Or I think Spotify will let you send me a message. I know Anchor, where I post my podcast on, will let you email me. So feel free to reach out to me in any way you want to. This is Hunter Kelly, signing off.